Hey, guys, this is Eric Alamuna from the Full Charge Power Hour. Go to murrayvalerino.com, donate a dollar. Valeriano. Va- I'm sorry. Murray Valeriano. Valeriano. Did I say it wrong? Yeah, Murray Valeriano. Oh, I'm sorry. Go to murrayvalerino.com. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking this up all the time. Keep going. So, you, you guys, please, go, go to murrayvalerino.com. Valeriano. M- go to Murray Val- Valeriano. Yeah. Okay. God damn. Keep going. This is hard. Uh, go to Mary, Murray Val... Go to, Jesus Christ. Hey, guys, this is Eric Allen Wendell from the Full Charge Power Hour. Go to murrayvaleriano.com and hit the donate button. Please, we de- please donate a dollar. The show would very much appreciate it. Go to, the, uh, go to iTunes, rate and review, give him five stars. He would love it. Thank you, guys. I fucked that up like a million times. It's part of your charm. It's part of your charm. <laughs> Life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. You married again? Oh, yeah. Round two. For Round me. two, bro. That dog. Uh, put a, yeah, I had 14 and a half in the first year and a half in this one. I give it another three. Thanks, man. That. I'll take three with her. I'll take another three with her. It's going good. Right, shut <laughs> phone down yeah, shut right. your phone down. And, uh, I grew up with lots of Maurizio's in Montreal, yeah. man. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get started. Uh, I think we all know what we're doing here, right? My kids started playing with the knobs. Thanks for tuning in the Road Stories Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Murray Valeriano, part of All Things Comedy. Hey, man, go to All Things Comedy. Check out what Bill Burr and Al Madrigal are doing over there. They're doing a, getting a new studio set up, so I can, have my, I can meet my comics halfway sometimes. They don't have to drive all the way to the west side and then bitch about the drive all the way over here for 20 minutes. I'm sure you guys are getting sick of that. Uh... Thanks a lot. Uh, all right, I got a couple things to cover, so I'm just gonna uh, uh, introduce everybody um, real quick. Uh, sitting in the co-host seat today, joining me, I told you uh, once he moved here, he would be my. Hey, c- can you come fill in and co-host for me? Um, that road stories reigning heavyweight champion <laughs> 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 with more fights under his belt than Tyson. Uh, oh man! Stage uh, Ian Gatowski, thanks for filling in today uh, uh, as a co-host. You look a little haggard. Thank today. you. So I just got back off the road, man. So what are you looking at? Two weeks on the road? Were you? Yeah, yeah. But it was just long flights, like Richmond, Virginia, and then Houston. And it was just I hadn't done the road in a couple of months, and I was just like I was like, yeah, man, the road. And then the second week, I'm like, fuck, I'm on the road. I just want to go home, man. I just fucking want to go to my own bed. You guys have to uh, bear with me as the sound is fluctuating. We did a, I did a podcast literally from the road last week. And uh, I hooked that up in the back of a car and this. And, and it was great. It was, And thank you all. For the awesome feedback, I was worried if it was going to be good or bad. And then well, it thank- sounds safe what you did. <laughs> just doing a podcast yeah. while you're driving. Yeah, I'm yeah, no, sure no, it's pretty safe. <laughs> the, the drive, and thank God, uh, Nat tanked, so we had something to talk about on the way back. <laughs> Old Nat, baby. Not that I scored my hour special off that gig either, but still, it was good. All right, so joining us today, I'm very excited about um, Angelo Sarukas. Oh. Sarukas, spell that for us, Sarukas, buddy. Sarukas, T S A R O U C. H A S. It's Irish. 
Is it Irish? Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Irish. I wasn't sure if it was Irish or if it was, oh, what am I thinking of? Oh, Greek. Oh, I wanna, yeah. that's right. I want to watch Wheel of Fortune in Greece. That's got to be a tough one, man. He, <laughs> when he started his last name with a T, I'm like, fucking what? <laughs> no, I think it's supposed to start with a C, my man, but go ahead and spell your last name for me. <laughs> Fine. You don't want the armoire. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, all right. So what nationality are you? Greek. Greek and from you, Canada. Greek Which from Canada. Which in America. I mean, we grew up we grew hours up apart. Hours apart. He's and he from, knows. He's from Barry's band from Ottawa. Yeah, you and, and Ian grew up hours apart. That's yeah, hysterical. Really, literally, I mean, not like hours. Yeah, apart. grew up hours yeah, apart. I will Ian's warn so you, hard. I. I think my edible is about to kick in here. Oh, right. <laughs> I feel it, feel my eyes starting to get a little loose. Right. Well, if you ever wondered if your Uber driver is stoned <laughs> while you uh, are driving, then that's a big yes. All right, so listen, I'm very excited. <laughs> To have Angelo on here for a couple of reasons. A, uh, you're a very funny dude. I heard you on Kira's podcast, Kira Saltanovich, my dear friend who I love very much. Yeah, she's um, awesome, Kira. And she highly recommended you come on here. She's a nice girl. Uh, second of all, I'm I'm glad you came on here because you're Greek. Right. I married a Greek. You, you traded up. That's I good. traded up. So now... And I love Greek food. So now... I don't have to, uh, once my wife tells my father-in-law that you've been on, I don't have to give him a report on Zach Galifianakis every time I see him. Every time you see him, <laughs> Zach. he's the only Greek comic. <laughs> and you don't, you don't, Murray, I actually do a show in Greek. You A full Greek show? A full Greek show. I actually, this is going to wow. sound weird. I was in Athens, Greece a year ago. Right. Uh, as of today, a year ago. And we shot for the first time ever. I have a show that I do in 50% Greek, 50% English. We shot a show called The Night in Athens, mm-hmm. part of a documentary. We shot it at the Michael Kakoyanis Theater in Tavros, Athens. Jeez. And right now it's being looked at. It's, been, it's being looked at by uh, some networks because I had the Showtime special. Showtime and HBO and those guys are looking at it. It's all in English, but it's kind of sprinkled with feta. <laughs> because, gotcha. because, and, That's and the, cheese, non-Greek and Italian. Oh, yeah. But see, the thing is, here's the deal. Uh, by doing this, it's because... People, I speak fluent Greek, and people say, how did you learn to speak fluent Greek? Because my mother couldn't speak English. My parents are boat people. So when they came to Canada way back when, my mother couldn't speak English. We learned how to sp- speak Greek, and and that's in- encompassed and incorporated into the routine. So That's amazing. It's that's a awesome. mainstream act. I have a, it's a mainstream act that I have. I mean, I work, you know, I'm touring with Vince, with Russell, with everybody else, but, but I always bring in Greek. a piece of the Greek... Like, for instance, I was just telling Ian, I was in uh, Bonkers in uh, Daytona Beach. We did a Greek event on Friday, and then on Saturday, it was a mainstream event. So it was two different shows, and the, and the guys at the club were looking at me going, dude, that was two different, awesome. <laughs> two different shows. And I go, "That's it's just it's like a niche thing because it just comes naturally for me to do something like that. That is great. So as a thank you... Because I got the holiday seasons coming up, yes. and my father-in-law, uh, Basilios. Basilios. Uh, uh, what's his last name? Zofries. I married his goddamn daughter. You think I'd remember that? You should know this. <laughs> uh, uh, as a thank you to give me more than two things to talk about, Zach right. Galifianakis and soccer. Now I can talk about Angelo also. Come Angelo What did you bring? Gifts. I am afraid they're not homemade. I'm All right. Sorry. It's okay. What do we got here? We got... Is there pot in them? Oh, Spanakopita. Spanakopita, one of my favorite uh, Greek dishes. Spanker pita. You can't go wrong with that, <laughs> man. So this is actually uh, from my listeners. We start, I started a donation button. They've been donating money because I like to feed my comedians. And so this is... I want to say it's uh, from me, but it's actually from my listeners. So these are Spanakopitas. Ian, help too. yourself. That's great. These are uh, Spanish Thank you, pies. listeners, for the Spanakopita. 
Spanakopita. This is awesome. Don't make me tell you how to pronounce Greek if you can't <laughs> pronounce it yourself. So these are Spanakop. They're spinach pies uh, for lack of right. That's right. The, all right. Spinach and, and cheese. And if you don't, uh, if you never had Greek food, get Greek food, man. It's the best. This is the joke I always tell my father-in-law, who he hates it. I'm like, I don't understand why Greeks' economy is in the toilet. Have you ordered a Greek salad lately? They're like 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> nope, doesn't find it funny at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, this, Greeks didn't say they weren't going to pay back their debts. They just didn't say when. Oh, okay. I mean, listen, that's a, that's a whole... <laughs> that's a whole... That's a whole... <laughs> listen, I'm going to get an earful come Christmas already, so... Uh, that's a whole different thing, but if you want the best Greek food, Murray, in L.A., you know, the great Greek on Ventura... As close to home cooking, you're going to get best avgolemono, best moussaka, best dolmales, and the nicest people. Great Greek. I'm, gonna, I'm giving there. a plug to them. It's great. They're great. How does it compare to Papa Christos down on Pico? Mm. Papa Christos is good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you about Now we got a mouthful They're of Spanakopitas. But Papa Christos is great for getting all your Greek products uh-huh. and food and cheese. But I'm, I put Papa Christos more in a takeout. Greek. Oh, sure. Format, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Where uh, Great Greek Great is Greek. like. I've been to the Great Greek. It's on, is it on Ventura? Ventura. Yeah, yeah. I've been to the Great Greek. I haven't been there in a long Close time. Close to Good Woodman. Close to what? Closer to Woodman. Oh, yeah. Woodman definitely. Ventura. Definitely. So all you LA people go visit the Great Greek. It's awesome. Uh, and I uh, I dig it too. More this is great. I got San Pellegrino lemon. Also from my listeners. Thank you again. So look, we're getting the best Italian yeah. sodas in the world. And uh, Spanakopita. You can't go wrong with Greeks and Italians. All right. Trader Joe's Spanakopita. Sorry I couldn't get over to Papa Christos for a decent uh, Spanakopita. That's now, really good. Um, listen, the other thing I want to tell you about, uh, talk to you about, uh, Angelo, is is a personal thank you for my for myself because when I, uh, well, I, I I approached you a while ago, and uh, we finally were able to do it today, which I'm very excited about. And you had a couple guys you wanted to come on, uh, but you weren't sure if you could get them. And I always like to book friends; it just makes the show a lot a lot right. easier, uh, a lot more fun. Um, they can corroborate stories and all that. But you almost hourly gave me an update on whether they could make it or not, which gave me time to get Ian. Which I thank you very much because uh, I'm turning over new leaf. By by, Mr. Nice Murray. Nice Murray's out the door now. Hobo right? Murray's back. <laughs> no, hobo I need Murray. more Hobo Murray in my life. You don't understand, Murray. I need some more Hobo Street Murray. Scrapping Murray. Oh, you're saying yeah. because people just they just flake out. They, they flake out. I, there's so many times I've put up with. Uh, hey, we're recording at one. Great, love to be there. Get a text at five to one. Oh, my buddy's gonna pick me up around quarter after, so we'll be there around two two thirty. Cool. Not anymore. Not cool yeah. anymore. So no, it's uh, valuable. the one that's happened five minutes to one. Sorry? That's happened five minutes to one. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, dude. <laughs> I'll be there in an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Give so, me a heads up. Just try to do the right thing. Give you a heads up. My, my now is uh, you treat this like an open mic. I'm going to treat you like an open micer. Right. Listen, I have professionals on this show. Um, I don't. I don't give a shit if you're a name or not. I'm not like the the other podcasts who you have to, you know, I like good stories and I like people I respect. And that's what I'm going to put on there. And I'm not going to respect you if you're not going to respect the story. I, I asked Russell, but Russell's in Toronto. Sure. And then I called Fred Stoller and Freddie's in Detroit. And then I called Ahmed Ahmed because mm-hmm. we did all those great shows yeah, yeah. in the Middle East. And he's in New York. And, and Eric, I've had every one of his... Uh, uh, not not uh, Arabs of comedy that what it morphed into the, the was it the Axis uh, of Evil Axis of Evil I've had every, I've had everybody on except Ahmed Ahmed so, Ahmed. Looking, so, so I was trying to bring Ahmed down sure, sure. Murray and then he's in New York and then um, uh, Eric Griffin who you saw coming out of audition <laughs> he's like I think I'll get Eric Griffin Eric, I'm and like, Eric, just and passed had, him in an audition <laughs> and you know we did the Middle East together we did, Eric wrote a journal we did nine countries wow. and 
37 hotels. We thought the tour was going to collapse. It was it was the most ambitious. It was the best and worst tour I've ever done. It was me, him. It was me, Eric Griffin, and Ahmed Ahmed. And that 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 would take a whole podcast if if we can get Eric to come back in with his journal. Oh yeah, and just read from and, <laughs> and tell you his journal, and it, it, you'll, it'll blow your mind off. Like, no, no matter how bad you think gigs are, and it wasn't that the gig was bad. It right. was just imagine being in Oman or Qatar or Kuwait. Uh, we were in Syria a month before Jordan, Saudi Arabia. We were doing stand up. Jeez, and it, it's it's it, I know. I mean, when you tell people this. Uh, you know, these are the kind of shows I've done. I remember being with Michael Winslow mm-hmm. in Egypt, and the Egyptians are chain smokers, and he's completely losing his shit. He's like, I, I can't take, and I'm a cigar smoker, so sure. I'm like, I, I didn't care. I'm like, well, they're Egyptians, you know. And it was the funniest thing to see his reaction because we're at the American University in Cairo, and everybody's smoking. So I pull out this nice Havana and I start smoking <laughs> with them. And Michael Winslow's just, you know, losing his shit. He goes, I can't, I can't take this. They got to stop smoking. <laughs> and then he kept moving around the whole thing. It's so funny how, you know, they can't get the rest of their shit together in the Middle East, but you can smoke wherever you want. Yeah. <laughs> so was there a theme to the tour? Was there a, 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 well, a hook, for lack of better words? Well, was we, there... we, we did this. And when we went with Ahmed and Maz Jabrani and those guys, we did the thing, uh, uh, you know, they were Axis of Evil. We sure. did a show, um, a film uh, that was called uh, Just Like Us, uh-huh. where the Middle East laughs like us. and. And it was all the guys like Sebastian, Ted Alexandro, myself. It was different. We were in Kuwait and Saudi. And I mean, I almost got arrested in oh, really? Saudi for selling, uh, for the reasons I didn't expect. Well, hold and, on. I'm okay. for selling and then you stopped. <laughs> yes. So, so how, did you almost, like, how did you almost get arrested? Okay, in Saudi here's, the deal. here's how crazy it is, okay? okay? When you go over there to do shows, you're what, you're, what they call a consultant. You're, you're a cons- not a comedian. There's no westernized media radio movies there okay. you're a consultant i show up stupid me i got my visa i wrote down stand-up comic slash actor right didn't check i get into the airport in Riyadh. okay it's crazy enough the guy sees me wearing an iron maiden shirt <laughs> so i'm in the thing everybody's right. dressed up for eid so they're in their traditional um garb to sure. go to eid for mecca I'm standing there in jeans and an Iron Maiden shirt. The guy picks in me traditional out. Traditional Canadian attire. Traditional Canadian attire, <laughs> Canadian American. So this guy comes over. The guy's got a cigarette in his mouth. Just like in the movies, this uh, Arab uh, man, sergeant. You can see the stripes. He comes up, he touches my stomach, and he goes, Iron Maiden, best fucking rock and roll band ever. That's awesome. So I was like, wow. So, so I'm, you know, I don't know what's going on. He goes, he pulls me through security. Now I brought. Uh, DVDs with me mm-hmm. uh, because the first promo or to sell. I you know I didn't I don't know I've never been there. I just be, that's the Greek part of me, the entrepreneur. Just bring them, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got there. And they said no, no. They said they're not going to let you bring stuff in. And that specific time, I went with Sebastian and Dean Edwards. Maniscalco. Maniscalco. Sure. Sebastian Maniscalco, which was hilarious, man. And, yeah, yeah. And we had a, a speaking Brit- of Italian. Yeah, speaking of Italian. <laughs> oh my god. So. I get so the guy stomps me at the border at, when we're going through at the TSA that they have. The guy looks at my stomach, you know, because I'm a bigger guy. He goes, yeah, baby, 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 and they're all laughing. <laughs> oh yeah, I've got babies. They're all laughing, and and you know when you're when you're big and you're you're not threatening yeah. anywhere. So they go through. So I go through. I get the bag. I have all the DVDs. They didn't check anything. I get to the hotel. It's really cool. Um, smoke shop in the lobby of the hotel. I mean the hotels are phenomenal. No booze. 
And uh, we anyways, speeded up. We had a British promoter who was there. And we were doing the shows. Now, how they do the shows, they sell the tickets at the ice cream shop. The show is at the Venezuelan embassy in the diplomatic quarter. So what they do is they say it's a, they say it's a travel night for Venezuela. Right. And then, so we actually um, did the show in Venezuela. <laughs> so you had, and then you, they show up and they like three, these compounds are large. You got three, four thousand people at the compounds. Wow. So they told us whatever you do because it's in the diplomatic zone. Mm-hmm. The thing about Saudi, they don't want the boys and girls mixing together. That's the key. So when you go to a restaurant, there's a single entrance for men and then a family entrance. Uh-huh. It's 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 not about what the, the what you're doing necessarily. They knew we were there. So when we did the show, after the show, I went outside. I was um, promoing out some DVDs and stuff, and the kids were coming around. Now, you had these, uh, the guys and girls, and they were really nice. They were really into all young people, so I was taking pictures with them. So what happened, I stepped outside of the compound. When I stepped outside of the compound, the Matawa shows up. The Matawa are the morality cops. Okay. These guys are in Jeeps and automated weapons. Remind me, what country are we in? We're in Saudi Arabia okay. doing stand-up comedy. Okay. For anybody listening, so I go outside now. I'm thinking I'm getting busted for passing out these DVDs, sure, because of Western propaganda. No, the guy screaming at me, they uh, and, and and Sebastian and Dean Edwards, thanks, they're solid. They just fucking took off. <laughs> nice, good. Like guy. Sebastian, I'm not uh, okay. Sebastian. I'm not getting fucking arrested. I don't want to get blood on my sweater. That's so, so funny. <laughs> no, it was great. And then, and then the best part was, I'm thinking I don't run. The guy goes, "There, everybody's running. I don't run. I just." Stood there, yeah, yeah, like a bull, and the guy's yelling at me in Arabic, and they got guns drawn on me, and I had my passport in my pocket and my green card. <laughs> so what I did is I, they said travel with your passport. I pull up my passport, and this is true. I put my, I go Canada, right? I go Canada. So the guy looks at me. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> you think so? The guy comes over with this automated, like an AK forty-seven or something. He goes Canada. I'm like, Canada, I'm shitting my pants, Murray. Sure, I'm sitting yeah. there now going, I'm going to get arrested. And I can hear Peter, the British promoter, if they arrest you, don't worry, we'll pull you out of jail. I'm like, what? <laughs> Is this Midnight Express? What the fuck's <laughs> yeah. going on here? For Arrested for what? What did I do? And the best part is I show my passport. He goes, Canada. He goes, Canada. He goes, my brother drive taxi in Toronto, Beck Taxi. Love Canada. All the guns go down. Oh, nice. So I just sat there going, what? Your brother drives taxi in Toronto? On the way back, it was funny because we did the, the promoter was so tired, he kept banging in the cars. So well, as we kept, were driving, uh, he kept banging in the cars? He, kept, he, he rear-ended one guy and took the mirror off the other. And Sebastian's in the back. <laughs> Sebastian's in the back. I can see him in the rearview mirror. And he's just looking at me like, he goes, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was one of those things. But that's, that's you know, because comedy's so popular in the Middle East. Sure. And now with uh, Showtime Arabia and HBO and stuff, they're getting a lot of that stuff there. So it's weird because that's where I find the material that I can use. Um, although you'll inject mainstream material, mm-hmm. I can draw a lot of my Greek roots because it's kind of very similar to their upbringing. Oh, so yeah, they kind of connect with that kind of stuff, you know. That's awesome. You ever do uh, uh, shows in Greece? You must have done. Yeah, the first time was last year. First time ever. Really? How long have you been doing stand-up? Uh, I've been in stand-up over 20 years. By the way, I just did a interview for something in Ottawa, and I forget what it is. Oh, really? Yeah. In Ottawa? Yeah. That's I don't know. Weird. Some That's online cool. magazine, I forget. And it's 
the capital, isn't it? The capital of Canada. Yeah, yeah the capital of Canada. That's where, that's where I started. That's where we're from, Barry Bay, Ottawa. I spent six yeah. weeks in Okotoks outside Calgary two years ago, and my listeners are sick of hearing me bitch about it, so uh, we won't go into that, down that and road Okotoks, again. That's Calgary, though. You know? yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's outside Calgary. That's the prairie. That's, that's cowboy country. Man. 40 minutes outside of Calgary is the worst. That's outside of Calgary. No, you know, my, the, the, the whole idea, I did this thing called uh, Back to Sparta. My dad's from Sparta, Your Greece. From Sparta? My uh, father-in-law is from Yanina? Yanina. Yeah, I know where that is. Okay, Yanina. Good, good, it's good. kind of uh, sort of central North Greece. Near the mountains? Near the mountains. Very nice. It's Never a very done. nice area in Greece. And the thing is, my before my dad died, he had Alzheimer's. He wanted to... Um, he said, why don't you ever go do a show in Greece? Eh? Why do you do shows in Canada, America? You don't do a show in Greece? <laughs> so uh, after 15 years, 16 years after his death, I thought, why don't we go try to do a show in Greece? Not hard during a austerity measures, debt crisis, everything going sure. on. And we went there, Murray, and it was like great. We didn't know if it was going to sell out or not. We didn't. We did it. We gave the money to the Children's Hospital in Athens, and we got a DVD out of it. So it was the first. I've done one show in Greece. It was my first and probably my last show because I don't think they'll ever bring me back. I don't oh, know. No. Why. Did you start a fight with a great? No, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's funny. Although the origins of stand-up comedy started in Greece, mm-hmm. you know, on the on the stages in the Agora, they're not. The Greeks are in a different place right now. They're not, uh, they, they're, they got more things to worry about. It's amazing when you tell people that you're going to places like the Middle East. I find myself, I've done shows like in Hong Kong. I've done shows in Tokyo, Cape Town, South Africa, Thailand with the British guys. It's just weird where you end up on stages yeah. and going around. And, that, and that's where all, you know, when they say, like, that's why I love listening to your podcast. I've heard a couple of your podcasts. Oh, and thank you great. for listening. And, and in the road stories, it's true because most comedians, I think Ian will, and you, you'll both agree, I think most comedians, because people say, how do you get material? Where do you you, you got to you gotta do things. Get out. You got to get, get out. out of the house. <laughs> and, and, and I think you got to be able to be the person. I think most comedians are comfortable being uncomfortable. Because you're out of your comfort zone. Like your sure. Ian was just saying, he had he'd gone on the road for two weeks. Good to be back. Yeah, I want to be back in my bed. But then comedians are squirrely. Mm-hmm. If we stay around for five days, we're like, fuck, I got to, yeah. I don't know. Like I'll, I'll go to a kid's pony party up in Griffith Park or I'll go to these Armenian weddings and I'll go to a Briss and I'll, because I want to see what's going on. I want to see what's my view on it. Sure, sure. And if you, you, you if you don't eat a slice of pie, you know you're never gonna know what it tastes like. No, I agree. Listen, being the stay at home dad, hungry. the last few, uh, I just have some spanakopita. <laughs> That's great. And I apologize, they're not uh, homemade. No, it's um, okay. But they're really good, man. My kid loves them too. They're very good. Did I mention they're spinach pies? Spinach pies. Yeah, spinach pies. Spinach and feta. If, you're, if you just got stoned before this thing, you must be eyeing those things like Dude, a fucking vulture. Forms like should I have like a few more? He keeps <laughs> eating them. Yeah, they're good though, man. <laughs> Were those from Whole Foods? Uh, Trader Joe's, sorry. Trader Joe's, just as good, man. Better better bargains. Couldn't make it downtown. Couldn't make it downtown. Uh, so what's your favorite country to perform in, um, Angela? My favorite place in the world is Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah? There's yeah. a big uh, festival down there yeah. each year, right? Cape Town Comedy Festival. I've been there like four times. Mm-hmm. The hottest chicks you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Ever. <laughs> ever. The best strip clubs. I'll tell you a funny story with... Um, I'll tell you a story. Okay. Old story? Give a road story. Go ahead. I think that's where we got the title. <clears throat> going to going to Cape Town five years ago. South Africa. South Africa. Uh, I uh, flying KLM. I changed in Amsterdam. Who sits beside me on the flight? Kevin Federline. He was oh one yeah, of those yeah, 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 yeah. 
Cape Cape Head. Cape Head. So we're talking to the player. We're getting a little bit drunk. We uh, get in the Cape Town. I go, what are you doing here? Because I'm doing a beer commercial. I said, oh, I'm at the comedy festival. He goes, oh, I'm off tomorrow night. I go, we're starting tomorrow night. And on on that festival, it was Ahmed Ahmed, Kira Sultanovich, uh, Dean Edwards, Simon Clayton, the comic from England, um, a couple of comics, local comics from South Africa. It was a good crew. And so I'm, I'm on a radio show, Good Hope FM in Cape Town, telling them I'm with, hanging out with Cape Fed. I'm trying to be cool, right? <laughs> and uh, we're at the Baxter Theater that night. I uh, Who shows up? Cape Fed and his crew, because he has a crew. Sure. He should. Yeah, As at he that should. time he had a crew. But that's all. I didn't bring up Brittany or nothing because I didn't want to be. So then there's Ahmed and Dean and Kira mm-hmm. was right there. And I said, hey, guys, hey, Cape Fed, Kate, these are the guys. Guys, it's Cape Fed. Everybody's looking at each other. Nobody says a word. So Kira and Ahmed pull me aside. And they said, Ange, that's not K-Fed. <laughs> I said, what? It's not K-Fed. I'm like, who is it? Kira goes, vanilla ice. <laughs> it was vanilla ice. And I'm thinking, fucking, they all look, all white rappers trying to look black look the same to me, which I think is very funny. I didn't, I swear, I thought it was K-Fed. It was vanilla ice. It and you're was, calling him K-Fed the whole time? I'm calling him Kevin and the Malacca's <laughs> not, Kevin. hey, Kevin, he didn't correct me. It's Rob Van Winkle. We became buddies. So this is the best. We go to the casino after where we're uh, performing. <laughs> And I had to make it, you know, when you're, you've done something stupid now, you got to make it right. So I went and I said to uh, Vanilla, Uh Rob, look, dude, I'm really sorry, man. I, I I fucked up here. I, I, I thought you were, um, you know, I I thought you were like Kevin Federline. He goes, I I don't know what I was thinking. He goes, Hey man, don't sweat it, bro. He goes, I had a few drinks myself. He goes, I thought you were John Goodman. So it was a touche. Nice. But that really happened. And, and if you ever get Ahmed or Kira back on, you can ask them or Dean Edwards. And they're all looking at me going, where the fuck is Kevin Federline? Is he behind Vanilla Ice? And, was, and, 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 and I swear, it, and it wasn't, it wasn't even like being cerebral, right? Or trying to be cool, like funny. I really, I really believe, like I, I own this. I thought this was... <laughs> this is Kevin Federline because my wife gets Us Magazine. And I'm like, yeah, that's the guy, you know, because that's awesome. that's a, that's the nicest. Uh, How about if uh, um, Snow was to sit beside you? <laughs> well, Snow, <laughs> if all oh, man, lick my bum. I don't know. I, uh, and yeah, fo- no, yeah. yeah, it's Snow because he's from he's, he's from is Snow he's Canadian? Toronto. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, Canadian. Yeah. I've dropped Snow as a reference several times, just over people's heads, man. Oh, I don't know if it's over their heads, snow. but just completely bypasses them. But he had, he had like one big hit, right? Yeah, former, former. Oh, you yeah. know, I'll be posting that on the Facebook page. You know, he's like a rat or something, but so. I'm, it's bad because you see a lot of celebrities, especially being in LA. You run into people like at Ralphs and stuff. Yeah, many times you don't know who the hell you know. Like you know, you know Murray when you see somebody and you're like, yeah, what? What's the show? And you're on your phone trying to IMDb or trying to figure out what. But this one was, I thought, no, no. It's definitely Kevin Federline. <laughs> These guys were laughing like forever. The That's greatest awesome. thing about living in Los Angeles is you can be like, God, I know that guy from so. Is it? Was he on different? Str- oh no, he's my mailman. You know, you never know. Or right. are you my, are you my mailman? Yeah. No, I'm Kevin Federline. Right. You never. Really. I had. I walked into Ian Ziring. Is that his name? Oh yeah, uh, nine zero two one zero. Yeah. I think you got your mailman. eyes mixed. I think it's Ian Ziring. Mm. Yeah, I think he's yeah, that. He calls himself Ian. Yeah. Iron. 
Everybody else in the world calls yourself Ian. Call it Ian. Ian. Yeah, it's Ian. Right? Yeah, fuck off, man. Your name's Ian. Like, yeah. Enough's enough. Like, coming from, Ian. Coming from an Ian. Ian's. Like, Actually, for, like, like I just forgot I was just talking to an Ian just now. <laughs> I'm speaking for all the Ians in this world, and I got the tallest one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tallest yeah, one right true. in the room. Yeah. He's always on TMZ now, I see him. Who? The Ian. Ian. Yeah. And then I also got to walk by my hero, Ty Burrell. I didn't say a word. Mm. Oh, yeah? Mm. I wanted to be like, I just wanted like, you don't know, like in that moment, I just want to be like, I want to do something cool. Like as like after, right after we walk by, I go, hey, Ty. And I just look over my shoulder. Hey, Ty. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> just keep walking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. That's all I want to do. That's but funny. Kids with him, but I just like, I just freaked out. Have you ever tanked in front of a celebrity? No. You know, um, I've had it at the Atlantis where there's been like a couple celebrities gone through, but like I've always like skated, like, you know, I was just like, okay, I can call that a set. Right, right. You know, but I mean, I've just like, yeah. thankfully I haven't been in good enough clubs where celeb- a lot of celebrities show up. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that going for me. I did. I tanked in front of Christopher Knight at a benefit. Oh, shit. From the Brady Bunch. That's it. No real story. Yeah, there. I've what? actually told that story before. I Greg Brady? Brady? Yeah. No, uh, Peter Brady. Peter Brady. Peter Brady. Well, Brady what's he done? Plane when I flew back from Houston, I was like, holy shit, it's Greg. But it's sitting Greg in first Brady. class, I'm like, son of a bitch, man. You know what, to you do know, you know what he probably did with all that Brady's? He's just probably opened, he probably owns like 17 In N Out burgers by now, right? Oh, just, yeah. He was banging right. Florence Henderson, I think. Oh, I'd still go out at this age. Probably, you know. she's, she's hot. She's aging well. She's, yeah. she's got yeah, that yeah, Susan she's Sarandon. She's a good-looking uh, woman. She's got that yeah, Susan Sarandon you know, disease. 70s. That's such a comic thing, you know? You're talking about one thing. You know he banged Florence Henderson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, just <laughs> completely gets derailed. <laughs> he gets me. That's a comic That's thing. A comic, yeah. You know, he banged the chick from Bonkers. That's why he's getting a weekend there. That's <laughs> a weekend. Yeah, that's why he's going to be three, There's three other comics. Who books that? Who books it? Yeah. <laughs> Who books it? Um, Angelo, I know you guys are uh, uh, Canadian brothers and grew up a block away from each other. But, um, By Canadian terms, yes. So, yes. Um, Ian has had more fights on stage than any other comedian I've ever known. More than Jim Jeffries? Yeah, you have more fights oh, than Jim. Oh, you know what? I don't know Jim. Jim's probably... I, I opened for Jim a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, He's a pretty big maniac. Yeah. yeah. But uh, an awesome. I mean, Jim's so great. Oh, Jim's fantastic. So fucking good. He's one of my best friends. Uh, he's great. Oh, he's amazing. And uh, yeah, I've seen him like when he starts getting dry, or even like he starts pushing. Like I know when he started doing the gun control material and stuff, uh-huh. he was starting yeah. to get into it. But he's so fucking sharp and he's smart. Really he's really good. shuts everybody down. He got in the memory. There's that YouTube clip of Jim Jeffries in Manchester at the comedy store where the guy jumped on stage and they got in a fight. Oh, really? Got like 8 million oh, yeah. hits. Wow. He's got to be like, yeah. I think uh, Jim Jeffrey has to have had way more altercations than me. He's got to. Like, right, Jim well, is one of those guys. I mean, I'm sure because, because Australians and Canadians are tough guys. Man, we're gonna take, The other guy, Craig Campbell. I don't know if you know Craig Campbell in the UK. Mo- the toughest motherfucker I've ever seen do comedy is Craig Campbell. Craig he's, Campbell. Craig Campbell. He's okay. a mountain man. He's yeah. a he's a rock star. The guy's hilarious. He's a good friend. But I've seen him jump off the stage at uh, Leighton Live in the Edinburgh Festival, uh-huh. 2006. Somebody was saying something. Somebody threw a plastic cup of beer on the stage. He gets off the stage. He walks up to the guy. Why'd you do that? He goes, "Fuck off, mate!" Bang, bang, bang. Knocks the guy down. Bang, bang, bang. Knocks the other guy down. Gets back on stage and continues the show like it never That's English comedy right there. That's a there. professional is what that is. That That's is. it. That's a professional. Yeah, I get so, something thrown at me on stage, I walk off. <laughs> And it's fine. So, I am done. Fine, everybody. If that's the way you're going to be. <laughs> yeah. 
I do not have to stand for this right now. Yeah. yeah. Do you, so you get in a lot of scraps, Ian? Yeah, sometimes. That guy jumped in Vegas in March, and I've had the cops call. I've, I've really? I've escorted to so many clubs. And here's the thing, Angelo. Like, I'm not, like, like controversial. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll shit He wears a Kermit the Frog t-shirt on stage yeah. on a regular basis. I think people look at me. And I either look like somebody. That you look, you look a bit of like a hard ass, a little bit, you know. Yeah, well, oh, you I'm got like you're tall. Guy. You're a tall guy. You know, you got yeah. that. Uh, yeah. So I think that people, I think they look at me in some caveman shit. Says in order for me to get to the next level, I gotta fucking do something take about you this down. asshole. <laughs> <laughs> in order to get to the boss, to get to this fucker. And you should I'm just done. start showing him your Smurfette tattoo. Yeah, I need to. But it's just amount. to wear shorts that short. It's just <laughs> I want to leave something to the imagination, Murphy. I think Smurf every- that's got a lot of stories, right? Come on, she's the only female Smurf. She's got a lot of stories. Uh, female so Smurf. She's had a lot of yeah. lot of Smurf in her. Yeah, we're <laughs> 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 female Smurf. But you know, uh, London, England, yeah. Comedy Store in London, a Piccadilly Circus at a drunk British guy. The comedy store is the Piccadilly Circus? Yeah, they have the comedy store. It's not the same one as here. I know. Yes, They yes. took the name from it. It's a phenomenal club. Yeah, here it's great. It's a, I think it's one of the best clubs in the world. But um, Drunk English guy heckling me in the front row. Mm-hmm. So he goes, fuck off, you fat bastard. Go back to America with your cheeseburgers and your guns. Right. At which point I said, there's nothing wrong with America, but the truth is I'm Canadian. He goes, fuck Canada. Because what did Canada ever do for England? That's what he says to me. So I just thought it's uh, a cliche. I said, you know, uh, not that I'm a history buff, but if memory serves me correctly in World War II, if it wasn't for Canada and America, you'd be heckling me in German. Nice. Fucking asshole. And then he says to me, "What what does Canada and America have that England doesn't have? And I said, dentists. Boom. (laughs) At which point he gets up. And then, and then I had to throw this one at him, which was, it was like, you know, and he goes, well, you're just a fat fuck. And I said, the reason I'm fat is every time I banged your mom, she baked the pie. <laughs> so this is what I went on. So the guy's calling me out now with five of his buddies. This is a true story. And I talk about it now. So I'm there and I said, all right, I'll tell you what, there's five of you. There's five of you here. I said, four of you are going to get hurt. One of you is going to get to me. So you got to decide right now which one is going to walk out with no broken bones or a skull fracture. Right. But I'll guarantee you that the four of you are going to get fucked up. <laughs> so they're thinking what I've done now is created this sort of lottery of who's going to get fucking sure, damaged. Yeah. And then I think the best thing to do in a situation where you don't want to get in a fight is uh, lessen the probabilities. And that's what I told the guy. I'm like, look, dude, you want to go because you took a run at me and he didn't like the fact that, and, and that happens a lot to comedians. If there were the, if there's a hot girl involved or something and you say something that's funny, then the guy's going to get in your grill and say, you don't going to take it down. So I said to the guy, look, one of you is going to get me, but four of you are going to get fucking screwed up. That's dude, it. let me tell you something. Women in heckling, there's so many, like it's been said on here so many times. If somebody throws something at you, don't throw it back because it's going to hit his girlfriend. <laughs> no matter what. When a, when a woman comes after True. you, you can't go as hard as you would mm. on a guy because everybody's like, well, he's treating her like shit. But let me tell you, the perfect, you, the, all right, I'm just, I'm really stretching for an analogy here, but I'm going to make it work. The perfect example of that is in the movie, The Warriors. Did you ever see the movie, mm-hmm. The Warriors? The Warriors have to get from, I think it's the Bronx to Coney Island with every gang in New York after them. 
It's a great movie. I love it. It's from yeah. 77. It's kind of cheesy. Come out and play. Yeah, yeah. They get halfway through. They run into this low out, little outfit called The Orphans. And the orphans are just, they want to be, you know, they want to be in the A game with the Warriors, but, they, but they're not. So um, the Warriors just kind of talk themselves, you know, oh, yeah, we've heard about the orphans. You guys are, you guys are, you know, so badass. Yeah, we read all about you. And the orphans are like, okay, you Warriors are cool. You can walk through. And then a girl steps up and goes, whack, 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 to her, to the orphans. And the lead warrior turns to his other warrior and says, you know what that is? And he said, yeah, trouble. And sure enough, it was a whole fight, and they had to fight their way through. That's the way women in heckling works. <laughs> but <laughs> that made sense in my head. <laughs> it's true, and there's a little bit of alcohol involved too. That's why I don't like. I don't. I won't drink before or during a show. Mm-hmm. You know that, and that's what happens. A couple of drinks, the guy says something. And you know, it's funny. You can say anything you want to anybody on any given day, especially comedians. You, you you give it, you take it. But there's something that somebody says, or or it's a look. Maybe in Ian, it's a certain look. You remind them of uh, a guy that banged a sister or something. Yeah. You know, something like that. I, I don't got, know. I did a lot of that in my day. <laughs> yeah. So maybe you. Maybe that's what it was. Well, I also wonder if there's an element of television and movies there. To where, oh, I can say whatever I can to this guy because he's not going to do anything because I'm watching entertainment. And oh, does, a, you know what I mean? Mm, does that make mm, sense? Huge yeah. thing to that. So I think there is that element of like, haha, you can't touch me. So like there's a bit of incivil, in, invincibility that comes on that side of it, you know? That's what I think. But it's also, I think people go to a comedy club to laugh, enjoy. And I think it's, it's, it's what you say and what you do and what you got to apologize for. And I find like, I, I've been fortunate enough. I work on cruise ships. I work sure. in theaters. And sometimes it's not even physical stuff. It's, you, it's stuff you say sometimes that, you know, people want you to change references or be politically correct. And I find lately, more so than ever, mm-hmm. I think, um, and we don't even want to go now. Somebody asked me the other day, because I'm a comedian, you ever get this? Well, how do you, how do you feel about Bill Cosby? With right. What's going on? I said, look, the one chick is claiming it happened 48 years ago. The other one's 32 years ago. I wasn't there. I don't know. But I'm thinking, if this was a real problem or an issue, why would you wait 48 years to come out and say it? So, mm-hmm. but that that's an opinion. But sure. you see, if you're even as a comic, I find if you're voicing an opinion about something, even if I don't have the right information or being informed, people go, well, you, you know, you shouldn't talk about that. Well... We, we really should because we're comics. We're, we we, we want to go touch areas um, and subjects um, uh, about humanity and people that other people won't. Otherwise, what the hell are we doing as comedians? Yeah. No, I agree. I mean, it's a, a freedom of speech. We, yeah, it's we, in we like, know. it's one of the last, like, and we're one of, like, there's not a whole lot. Well, it's more and more now, but there wasn't always that many countries allowing comedy right. or stand up. So, here and the important relevancy of it, like, you know, it's very satirist. You know, down. I just think like the there's such an importance to it. Look, I'm not even over. a controvert. I don't talk about anything controversial at all. I mean, every once in a while, you know, do something in the South that they that goes against them. But but I'll stick up for any, even if I disagree with them, man. Right. You know, even if I disagree with them, it's just that kind of. I don't know. Uh, not to open up this can of worms, but just that kind of like. Uh, oh, he said something to offend me. Well, then don't go. You know what? You can't go to okay. It's yeah, like how you about know what? keep an open fucking mind, man. You know you what? Know? It's like it's. <laughs> I'm gonna go with another movie analogy. It's like. <laughs> Please tell me it's just as long. It's oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe longer. I was gonna cut that out. Now I gotta keep it in. God damn, yeah. God damn it! God damn it! How funny. Um, 
it's like my you know I grew up my dad's a preacher and I remember when uh, oh that movie came out where Chris Rock played God and Alanis Morissette with an angel or vice oh, yeah, versa dogma yeah dogma yeah and I remember uh, people in my dad's church going to see it and getting really offended why did you go like you yeah. know. Chris Rock is God. No, I think Alanis Morissette was God. God. Alanis was going, that already goes against everything you believe in. And how about George George Carlin playing the priest? Yeah. Like, of all people? Are you just just asking to be offended at that point? You know, like, I understand if you're going in, but again, I don't know what I'm saying. There's agents in Hollywood going, Lady Gaga could have played God. You know, that's the, but you know, it's it's like being on a cruise ship. I remember Jesus in a meat dress. It's like being, yeah, it's like being on a cruise ship. I'm three. Like, I used to be 425 pounds. I'm now 335 pounds. Oof, that's so great. I've, I've dropped because I, I got a kid now. I got I got to got to live. But here's the thing: uh, it's like doing jokes, and I mean, it's inevitable to not talk about your weight, especially on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sitting around going, "Like, okay, I'm talking to my people here now. Like, like, let's not bullshit now." Yeah, yeah. I don't come across as a victim or make fun of them. I'm just pointing the obvious here. Right. This fat woman's offended. Okay, so she goes up to the cruise director and says, I was very offended by that comedian's remarks about heavy people. And the cruise director looked at her and goes, ma'am, you did take a look at him, did you? Right. He's like 350 pounds. She goes, I want an apology. So he comes up and he goes, I want you to apologize. He goes, look, you know what? We're going to write you up if you don't apologize to the fat bitch who won't stop eating. So I went up there and I said, look, I apologize for the fact that you can't stop eating. <laughs> you serious? I swear to God, I did. Jesus. I apologize you can't stop eating because you don't take this out on me. I said, there, who are you kidding? I've seen you in your motor scooter go in and out of the freaking Windjammer Cafe about four times already. Windjammer. So Carnival, you're working Carnival. <laughs> no, but you see, and it's, it's RCI, RCI. But, but the whole thing, but, but you see, it's like, those are the things that will can happen, and then and then the best part. I, I did this one cruise where a nice old man kept telling me a joke every day. He had Alzheimer's, so oh. he'd tell me the same joke every day. So I'd be on the deck and say, hey, "I got one I want to tell you." I go, "Okay, it's the same joke every day." And his wife goes, "You know, thanks. He just wants the he wants you can use it." And, sure. he, and it was the same joke every day. But he reminded me of my dad. Those are the things you don't mind because, you know, when you're not working, you're on the deck or having a cigar or a drink. What the hell? You're, you're, you're open season for and uh, for people on the ship. I don't particularly like doing cruises, and I'll tell you why. Not that I don't like doing them. They pay. They pay your expenses. Yeah. I just feel like you're in a – comedians, you put them in a fishbowl, they go nuts. Sure, yeah, yeah. And – I work with comics who just hang out in their room. They don't want to talk, but I'm very social. So I'll go and talk to people and, you know, go up, um, you know, they have a donut shop on one of them, but I, I don't, don't go with a, with a boardwalk and stuff. And, and it's funny. People will point out places where to go eat <laughs> Yeah. on the show. Hey, have you tried that cafe over there? And this is like a fat person's code. Right. So I, I use that as material. Like there's, there were spots that people didn't know that we knew. Mm-hmm. Like the people of Middle Earth, we knew where to go eat. <laughs> I just like the fact that you're on a ship and it's like, have you tried that new place, that new joint up the street? Yeah, we're like, we're on street? a fucking ship. Yeah. <laughs> there Johnny Rockets in the There's ship. only one street. <laughs> I've, I've become, since I've had uh, a kid, and I've become hermit on the road now, and I get a lot of shit from other comics. Like, why aren't you 
meeting me for breakfast. I'm fucking sleeping in, dude. Yeah, why yeah. aren't you uh, hanging? You know, why aren't you hanging out till three o'clock in the morning? Because I'm gonna go home and drink and sleep. That is, yeah. and I get a lot of crap about that. Yeah, I'm not just living the dream at that point. Yeah, right? man. Just like understanding all. When that. you have a kid, it's different. You know, you, you know. I was telling my daughter. Now my daughter's two and a half, and she was, "Daddy, where are you going? I'm going to do a podcast." She's, she's running around the house going, "Podcast, podcast, <laughs> podcast." But it's so funny, like. It's different. I think you, uh, Kira says this too. She's like, you know, I just want to sleep for 20 minutes. Yeah. These kids are like, they don't, my daughter doesn't go to bed till midnight. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, like, that's, ba- that's bad parenting. That's not her. That's bad yeah, parenting. That's, that's bad yeah. parenting. No, she won't go to bed. <laughs> now we're getting, now we dropped it to 10. Now we've oh, got around nine o'clock. So good, we're good. working on it, you know? Good. But it's partly our fault too, I think. We're bad oh, well, yeah. No, sure. it's obviously the baby's fault. Yeah. Now, how do you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, real quick, I want to touch on a couple of things. Uh, my my favorite uh, fat joke. Best one I heard. I work with a great comedian, Eric Lighton from New York. I don't know if you know Eric, and he goes, "Yeah, he goes. There's so many fat people on this ship. The whales are watching us." <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was funny, but but you see, but see here it is. It, it it's sort of like I always tell people, look, man. It goes, it's not that you're going to sit up there doing fat jokes like Fatty Arbuckle or that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. But at the same time. And I've, and I've said this before, when you walk up, it's what people see the first time. When they look at you or they look at Ian, then they look at me. It's like they're going to automatically people, the, the, the computer's working. So yeah. it, that's why that joke when she goes, consider that addressed. I love that. It's like, okay, we get it. You know yeah, what's yeah. off the table. We get it. We're here. We're done about it. You know, it's so funny. But some people are just sort of like, they're sort of disconnected, you know. And when you go to clubs and you're doing stuff like that, especially on the road, and I think... Um, now, I mean, comedians, I find, because we're so addictive in our personalities. Sure, yeah, we're, yeah. Always, we're giving up one thing and then taking on another. You know, so it's gambling, it's sex, mm-hmm. it's drugs, it's alcohol, it's whatever, gaming. You know, now these stupid games. Yeah, yeah man, yeah. slot machines oh. on the cell phone, dog. Oh, I <laughs> love, yeah. love them, fucking love them. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, and that's the hard part, I think, being on the road is I try to occupy, you know, we, I was in Daytona Beach, so we did the gig. Then they said, let's go to this club. It was like, umtza, 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 you know? But the reason I went there is because I could smoke a cigar. Right. Did you go to Razzles? Razzles. That's <laughs> it. Right next door, Razzles. That's it. Great Look little clubs. And there's little 20 year olds running around, and, you know, Razzles. There you, see, there you go. Razzles in Daytona. Nice club, nice people. Just, you know. Daytona is gross. It's Daytona gross? East Coast, man. What about Deltona? The worse. <laughs> Deltona is inland. It's like inland, and it's miles away from Daytona. Right? I, saw, I saw the signs for it, but I didn't. I didn't. Even I know. Know. It's just a. There's a club there. Just, no, there's there's a, a, there was is a there weekend a club. club. There? Uh, there's a. Uh, 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 his name is Don, and he's a libertarian. He's very mad at Obama right now. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I always got. We always talk politics and just yell at each other for having our. He owns a whole strip mall. He's an attorney. He mm-hmm. has his attorney firm down the street, and he loves comedy so much. Like place like loses money, but he keeps it open. Oh, very cool. Just to keep comics coming for keep the comics coming in. Yeah, and yeah. I saw it's the signs Deltona. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know anything about it. I just saw the signs. All right, my bad. It was Deland. I was thinking Deland. Deland. There's Deland and Deltona. Yeah, Deltona. I don't even know where Deltona. There's, there's so many. Dude, Florida's Florida's no place. Daytona? No, dude. Pay attention. <laughs> Deltona. How high are you right now? Deland. There's a lot of D's coming at me, bro. A lot of D's coming at me, bro. <laughs> Dayton, Deltona, uh, day, yeah. day. So how hard is it now going on the road with a kid, man? <clears throat> it's you know what? Uh, what's hard is I miss I miss my I miss my kid. Oh yeah. It's weird. Before it was like you know you can be listen. I think and I, and I mean this in the right way. 
You could be married, mm-hmm. no kids, or in a relationship. When you go on the road, it's kind of a break. Sure. I, I, I think I, for both parties, for both parties. I was going on the road before a kid. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely a break. It's like, you know what? I think she wants you to go have a break or mm-hmm. you want to go have a break. Now, I just I, it takes me 48 hours. And then I'll Skype with my daughter. And, I'll, and I'm just like, shit, I just want to be home. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, and, 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 and that is the hard thing um, for me. I talk about my daughter, and it's so funny now because I'll go to a. I found that now I show I I wear my wedding band on stage, and I show pictures of my daughter, and I've never had more women hit on me now <laughs> than I've ever when I was single. It's amazing. I was in Phoenix at Stand Up Live, and it was so funny because um, I was working with Russell Peters Brand Russell Brand Russell Brand. Peters. And these two smoking hot sisters came out and they go, "Do you really have a? Do you really have a child?" I'm like, "Yeah." And I, I opened uh, the phone up. And right away. It's funny though. You have a child? No, I just made a fictitious. No, I get kid it too. I get. It. Do you yeah. really? Do you really have, have one? Aren't you like a freak? So I pull, I pull pictures of my daughter and I'm showing pictures and then this this smoke, smoking hot babe's pulling up pictures of her son around the same age as my daughter. Mm-hmm. Russell, the cock blocker, sees me. <laughs> Goes to get his phone out of the green room, starts showing pictures of his daughter, and I'm thinking, "Wow, this game's changed." And game she's like, "So changed. what are you what are you gonna do now? Where are you gonna go after?" And my wife knows this. I tell her, and it's like, "Where are you gonna go now?" And I'm like, "Um, well, I was just gonna hang out here." She goes, "Oh, I thought we were gonna go have a drink." And I'm thinking, oh, like, you know, kind of like, oh, we're all going to go have a drink. She goes, no, I thought just maybe you and I could go have a drink. And I'm like, wow, dude, I've got the ring on. Mm-hmm. I talk about my wife. I have a baby. I it, So what? And, and, and now I realize it's like, look how much we have in common. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's a different thing. Yeah. So I'll, you actually talk about it Skyping, but... Getting back to what you asked, Murray, yeah, I mean, it's just, I just find, and sometimes we have to go on those three, four-week runs. Oh, yeah. Because we got to, you know, pay the rent and pay the bills, and it's like, I just have a hell of a time uh, being away from my daughter that long. I, I have a bigger problem, I think, than anybody else. Why? Because of your daughter? Because of my daughter. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's like, I know they miss me, but I think being away from, that's why I'm going on a gig this week. I'm actually going on a cruise. And I'm going to bring my daughter and wife with me for a week. Oh, nice! So they're really nice about it. So I'm going to bring them. So I'll feel better about it because you know, I, I just that I don't. I love doing the shows. Sure. I love doing the shows. I fucking hate, you know, avoiding carbs, avoiding whores, avoiding casinos, avoid that. That for me, it's just the whole thing. Um, you know, I've been in places. Akira was with me once, and I had to walk out of the strip club called Mavericks in Cape Town. <laughs> Like I, a good husband, I had to leave the strip club. I, no, in Cape Town. Because I know myself. Because I know myself. It's like, it was, you know, it was so funny. There was this Amazon seven-foot stripper who was really smoking hot. And, you know, they have the big five. They call it the big five in Africa, the animals, the elephant. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, jail, yeah. The big, they call it the big five. And uh, Kira came in. It was her birthday when we were there at the festival. And Kira said, I think she's one of the big five. <laughs> and, and, and we said, uh, why do you say that, Kira? Because I could see her eating the leaves off the trees outside the club, you know. She's funny. Dude. She's a funny chick. Out man. of she's anybody so funny. In, in this room, I think I would rather go to a strip club with Kira. 
because I bet it would. I just it would just. Well, be she speaks so Russian, so, so half the girls oh, yeah. were talking to her in Russian. She's so funny. So please man. help! I've yeah. been sold into this, and I wanted I to go fucking the, home to my the, family. Discount. It was so funny. Oh, Kira! And Kira starts talking, and they're like, "What are you guys doing?" You know, so funny. It was, it was her third. It was her birthday, so we took her out for her birthday. All the guys took her. She goes, "You know, when you're with all the guys, you're going to kind of hang out with them." And she was just hilarious. We had, we had so much fun there. So much fun. That's awesome. Um, before we wrap it up, and this is great. Thank you. Uh, first of all, my son will be turning three in December, and my father-in-law will be uh, out here. Oh, nice. From Yanina. Uh, you, should, you should bring your daughter and come over. I K- should. Karen I'd love her, to. Karen and her son will probably be here. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. let, me, let me know. I'd love to. I, I'd love to come by and meet you. I'll meet your uh, father-in-law. What's his name? Uh, Zimi? Bill, but... Uh, Vasilios. Vasilios. Vasilios from Ioannona. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. And that's, uh, that's, my, uh, that's my son's middle name, Vasilios. Vasilios, that's right. That's but nice. it changes, right? When you're a kid, oh, it's, it's... Bill. It's Vasilios. It's William Bill. But doesn't go like Vasilios, and then when you get older, it's Vasili or something Vasili. like that? Okay. So yeah, Vasili's... Like my name's Evangelos. Uh-huh. It's not Angel, because everything's from Italian. Ange. Right. Ange. 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 But it's Evangelos, but everybody calls me Angelo. So mm-hmm. I say Angelo, but they, if I tell them I'm Greek, they go, oh, we, you look Italian. You look at my cousin Bruno from Jersey. You know, I, always, <laughs> I always get that guy. You know, Went to high school with Bruno from Jersey. Yeah, way. Nunzio from Chicago. That kind of thing. And Ian is short, obviously short for Ian Ananos, right? That's right. My Greek yeah. heritage goes Ewan. back. <laughs> yeah, I'm Hawaiian half, I'm half Hawaiian, half Greek. That's what makes <laughs> me. Mm. Are you yeah, Greek for real? No. Oh, fuck no, man. Gutowski. Is that Polish? Gutowski? Yeah, but my dad was adopted, right? Uh-huh. So my mom's a shoot, S-C-H-U-T-T, okay. which is straight German, son. And then... Oh, um, shoot. Shoot. Yeah. And then uh, Irish, Ukrainian, and French. Boom. Wow. That was a lot. Heinz 57. Wow, so there's no Polish in there at all. All the early settlers again. I'm from the first, first Polish settlement in Canada, so everything was ski. Gutowski, Admanski, Chapeski, Romleski. Do you know the greatest Polish joke ever? No. Why, and by greatest, I mean really offensive. <laughs> Why do all Polish people in their uh, name in ski? Because they can't spell toboggan. They're too dumb to spell kaboggan. To- Come toboggan. on, you got to get the insulting part. <laughs> there. It's yeah, not funny. It's it. not insulting. Damn it. All right. Nobody does. You don't hear those jokes anymore, the Polish jokes. I like the puns. I still love the puns. You know, when people tell you a pun. You know, nobody really does those anymore. You got to follow up with that. You got to follow. Well, like, I mean, like for instance, you know, like um, um, I was, I, was I, I ran across this old joke book uh-huh. that I had, and it's like it's full of like puns. You know, like uh, you know the um, in Canada they have Newfoundlanders, mm-hmm. which is the people Newfies. that make fun of Newfies, and it says. Uh, uh, why the new uh, the newfie was driving to Toronto and he saw the sign said Toronto left, so he went back to Newfoundland. Ah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. little puns, sure. stupid little jokes. I kind of like yeah. they make me laugh. Also, could be used for Pollocks again. Yeah, Pollocks. I didn't want to go to Pollocks first time, Ian. I think uh, I, did you I know, offend I you on that, Paul? You, you you got like that fighting eye you get in you that I see. Yeah, it gets inside of me all the time. <laughs> you know, it makes appearances <laughs> time to time. This is my favorite Greek story okay. ever. And it has nothing to do with comedy and people. I apologize, but it's entertaining. <laughs> um, we go, and sadly, my mother-in-law passed away a couple of years ago. So we had the dinner after the ceremony at this Greek restaurant, which was across the street from another, directly across the street from another restaurant. And then I said, well, how come we're going to this restaurant? And he said, because 
I'm just going to use Angelo. Angelo, they wouldn't let Angelo smoke his cigars in that restaurant. So Angelo opened a restaurant right across the street from them, bigger and better, just as a giant fuck you, and he stands in there and smokes his cigarettes and stares at the other restaurant the whole, every day. That sounds that, great. Is that not? That's awesome. Isn't that the that's greatest story ever? just so vindictive. Oh, yeah. And just like the only thing driving his life is hatred. Yes. You know, I the only thing is just like. <laughs> yeah. I married one of those. I love after the line, I say, I say something that the player would be like, yeah, I married one of those. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I married one of those. That's what I married. So about right. And she's got a little Italian, and my kid's got the Italian. She's got she's half Italian. Her mom was from her mom's Italian, and her dad's Greek, so she's okay. half Italian. My joke for that is she has two short fuses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Angelo, dude, thank you so much. I'm really glad I got to meet you. Uh, oh, thank you. Uh, I, it was I, a lo- pleasure. I love. Uh, I always love when I get people who travel abroad on here because there's only so much shit we can talk about. Catch a rising star in Reno and yeah. Vegas, and which that week is looking like May for us. Oh, really? We're, oh, me yeah. and Maria are trying to recreate. Uh, uh, the magic of when we met in Reno. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, I Reno at the catch. Silver Legacy. Oh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that's no, the same one. Catch a rising star. Catch a rising star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. there. Gary. Yeah. Abracadabra. Abra- <laughs> Need I say more? Gary, Gar- and I think we talked about it last week. Gary's coming to Southern California, dude. We I'll go to that go show. We have yes, to go see it. I promise. Right. Abracadabra. I'll I was there with Vinny Pastor, Big Pussy. Oh, right. He hosted it. It was yeah, a weird Vinny, weekend, man. Vinny opened for me at the catch in uh, Princeton, New Jersey. In New Jersey. And it was like one of his first things. He was reading from a pad. He was melting down. He was trying to do like little sketches. So he brings people up to do improv. Okay, you're you're yeah. Anthony and you're Carmella. <laughs> yeah. He just banged your best friend. Go, go, go do it now. Yeah, just oh, what basically. What the fuck turned. is that? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was. Well, not big pussy. Yeah, when he, then he came up. Then when he came, like the crowd just kind of got buried. They were a hard crowd, though. <laughs> right. He came up. He, he watched the show and he came up to me, you know, and he just got that, that big Italian thing. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I didn't think it was going to be this hard. I'm like, you didn't think it was going to be this hard <laughs> you didn't think stand-up comedy was going to be this hard i go he's like well i really respect you know like he goes what you did and stuff up there you know he goes you look natural i go well, that's because i've been doing this 12 years and like thousands mm. of shows like he was complete it was so funny like as an actor coming up that you know to become a good actor it takes a long time sure and he was just like but comedy for him was just like Oh, the fuck! I thought that was going to be a whole lot easier. To see, right? I wrote my notes. Like, why didn't they laugh? He, when we were at the Silver Legacy, he goes, you know, we had the, they give me the pass to go to the cafeteria. And the goes, you know, you know, you got to stop eating hamburgers and hot dogs, French fries. Got to eat better. Get the Chinese chicken salad. So I get, I get the Chinese chicken salad. And he orders, I'll have a patty melt with French fries. And onion rings. Go, what about you? I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you. <laughs> so funny. Nice guy. That's awesome. Yeah, he was sweet, yeah. But I was like, I was dumbfounded by that, where I was just like, wow. So what's the deal? And then we'll wrap up. Anybody know about the wrestler doing stand-up now? Nick Foley? Nick Foley? What's that? Is he just... Is I've he seen just, his name. I've yeah, seen his name, he, too. Here's, here's what he's doing. Um, wrestler Mick Foley. Wrestler Mick Foley. He's not doing weeks, but he'll come in and do like Sundays and Wednesdays at improvs and stuff. Uh-huh. And he does like a comedy type one-man show that I guess he's a pretty dynamic dude. I've heard a couple uh, oh, really? of interviews with him. Yeah. Because he's a very, you know, there's never been a wrestler like him where he wasn't really in good shape or anything like that. Mm-hmm. He was really strange. It was like mountain man strength, yeah. you know. But uh, I've had some people say that the show's good. Yeah? You I'm know, not yeah, talking down on him. I'm just curious. Yeah, what, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always, I'm always a little like, I get like a little kind of pissy when like a wrestler or somebody comes into the clubs and stuff. I can do this. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah, bars yeah. me, or they're just a money grab moment. You're taking weeks away from people that actually care about this deeply. Yeah, yeah. And um, we've worked hard. Yeah, we've actually worked hard. And um, 
so I think like, but him only just taking like you know a Sunday here, a Wednesday here, but that's all he really does. He just kind of bounces around, huh. just does one nighters. That's interesting because I uh, I notice when I'm like because I'm booking up 2015 a lot. I, his face has popped up on some calendars. Maybe next time he's at Irvine or something, we'll drive down and go check it out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I yeah. wouldn't mind going to see that Mick Foley. Um, not, no, I'm, I'm mixing him up with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That's the guy with the two by four, right? He came to an open mic in, in Hacksaw Jim Duggan did. Yeah, yeah, he came to an open mic. Oh, that was his hook. When, oh, fucking shit, yeah. when shit went bad, a joke didn't go. He would just go. Oh, the crowd, the crowd goes crowd nuts. Go back. Yeah. Oh. Was that his call, or that was his yeah. wrestling call? That was his wrestling call. He's like, hey, tough guy. But he came and did. Uh, it was like 2004. He came into the, the club that I, the Bonkers that I started at in Altamont Springs, and he came in and did like six minutes, and everybody's going crazy that he was there. Who just posted on Facebook that The Rock showed up at the Melrose Improv? Yes. And I am not making this up wow. at all. And destroyed. I heard that too. And just like well, he I, went on stage, he went on stage, and and like whoever posted, hate guys that just can do everything. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's he's like my height, a two hundred and eighty pounds, right. good looking dude. He's really good. yeah, and he's a good looking dude, and he's like really charismatic and shit. And you're just like, come on, man. Right. We well, you know, I was in, I was I'll in have Port- to look that up. I'll, I'll look that up. I was in Portland and Roddy Roddy Piper. Rowdy, yeah, he Rowdy, lives there. Rowdy Piper. He lives up there. Rowdy Roddy. Rowdy Piper. Roddy Piper. Yeah. Piper's Pit. Piper's Pit, yeah. Let me tell you, man, the guy went on, he's all introduced you, and look, I, I, I think he's, I love him as a wrestler, and he's such a nice guy, he's from Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. But he, he was not a very good stand-up. I mean... Well, of course not. You're right. And, 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 but then, but here's the best part. Whatever if you're a guy who can body slam people, Murray, and nobody's going to tell you it's bad, well, to be honest with me, no, I was fine. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> great. No, I loved it. Loved what you loved did there. Did, yeah. Loved what you did there. I loved what you did there. Yeah, yeah. He, like, I got all excited because, like, I mean, I'm an adult now and I don't watch wrestling anymore. But I was a huge wrestling fan and, like, when I was doing I was doing Harvey's in, in Portland yeah. and, uh, you know, I post him like be at you know that club, and then Rowdy Rowdy Piper. We tweeted it. I'm like, what? <laughs> what just happened right now? Right, right. Yeah, because I mean, I, it wasn't that long ago. I, I ran into Hulk. It was really funny. This is a kind of a cool story. I was going to Key West, and the scooter beside me on a, like a little scooter is Hulk Hogan on a little scooter on a, a little, little scooter Vespa? on a little like yeah on like one of those little yeah like a Vespa type thing. Nice. And my, I'm with my ex wife. I'm like. I'm pretty sure that's Hulk Hogan. She goes, no, it can't be. I'm like, well, he's fucking 6'6 with a handlebar mustache <laughs> with fucking brown skin, and he's fucking humongous. It's Hulk Hogan. Brother, use your blinker. Well, here's a great thing. Brother, here's a great thing. Brother. So everybody was bugging him. I just walk up, and I'm like, dude, I, got, I, I know everybody's bugging you, man. I go, but can I, can I please get a picture with you? I said, you know, I was a huge fan since I was five. Yeah. He's like... I gotta go, but he's like, I gotta go, but sure thing, brother. And I'm just like, yes, he called me brother. Oh, brother. I, I have like no, like it's just that emotional t- attachment. Like I'm still like in love with Optimus Prime, you know? Like sure. So like that, there's that weird thing where even though like I'm an adult and I never like I watch, I, was cool. like, I, I can't do this, but like there's that connection back right. there, you know? If my kid's Optimus Prime is stolen and I can't find it today, I'll know who to come to. Yeah. Exactly. I know who know who has it. I know Eight five span a cop and stole my Optimus Prime. <laughs> 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 right, hey Angelo, where can we find you guys? Where can the uh, uh, you can look at you can go to funnygreek.com awesome. is the website. Uh, my handle on Twitter is at Anchtsaruk. A N G T S A R O U C H. At Ange Tsaruk and on Facebook, you know, do social media, all that kind of stuff. Awesome. I, listen, I, I can't, for, I can't believe I didn't even ask you. How often does that name get butchered on stage? Every There's time, a guy whose name get butchered on stage. Every, every, every time, I, it's funny. I saw Zach Galifianakis a couple of years ago at just for laughs. He goes, "Don't change your name, man. Don't. We have, we have to move it. These are Greek <laughs> names. We got to live with it. Don't change your name." 
And a lot of actors like Melina Kanakadi, they always, I think what screws them is the TS. Yeah. The TSA. Yeah. So I just tell them, take away the T, Saruchas. Perfect. Yeah. Just take away, because it's funny, uh, most people, when they see the TS, it completely throws them off. Uh, Tisaracharukas. And, and one a comedian many years ago said, if something's fucked up in your name or something, make a joke about it. Yeah. That, that way you can overcome it so the audience understands it better. Don't get upset when they don't. Every time. And sometimes they say it perfectly, but other mm-hmm. times they say, Sarukas? I'm like, yeah. Saruchas? Yeah. Tisarachakakas? You know, whatever. Tisarachakakas. That's what I will change the, the my name thing, to the, from this day forth. Tisarachakakas. Get your at and caucus. They added a T. United did do this. It's one of my jokes. They put a T after the R in my last name. So the gate change, Terminal 7, and they're like, United Paging Passenger Tsar Touch Ass. Angelo Tsar Touch Ass. And I'm walking up going, I didn't touch anyone's ass. You know, so and that really happened. And I looked at my boarding card. It said it was T-S-A-R-T-O-U-C-H-A-S. So it was Tsar Touch. I'm the king of the touch asses. Ian, where can we find you, buddy? Funnyian.com. Go there. And then also uh, down to DTF.com. What is that? Which is my uh, podcast, Murray, which is Sketch uh, sketch oh, right. comedy, a new sketch comedy, and DTF? Uh, yeah, down to DTF. It's That's redundant, DTF. but it's yeah, it's just silly fun. It's a little edgy, That's That's satirical That's at fun. times, and it's all over the place. But it's uh, it's nice. I like it. Awesome. Uh, at Murray V on Twitter. Um, I'm. Uh, we got another comics on Safari coming up in Brea Improv uh, on the tenth. Um, I got. I'm January two, uh, 2015. I'm, I'm booking up the road a lot. I'm, I'm coming back to Vegas. Uh, Sacramento, it, it'll all be up there. Um, I think that's it. Again, thanks for the donations. I really appreciate it. I, it's it it's helped out a lot. Thank you very much. It's very sweet of you guys. Thanks. Yeah. The Spanakopita and Lemonata was great. And uh, if anything, you got to uh, learn how to pronounce those things. Cause <laughs> <laughs> and then immediately forget them immediately 10 seconds afterwards. Them. Uh, <laughs> I'm very, uh, thank you so much, you guys, for listening. T-shirts and story merchandising. Uh, uh, thanks a lot. And thanks to everybody at All Things Comedy. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Peace. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.